On this week's episode, the 1086 podcast, Matt and Lee talk about the past 44 episodes and two seasons of the podcast, as well as what you have to look forward to this season. All that and more right here on the 1086 Tenny podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the 1086 Tenny Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lee Alexander. And I'm Matt Taylor. And today we're going to talk about the past, sort of. Kind of. Yeah. We're going to take a look back at the past two seasons, being that this is the first episode of season three. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take a look back at what we've talked about over the past 44 episodes of the show. And... Uh, if you go way back to our first episode, November 6th of 2022, right, uh, almost a year ago, and some people are going to be going, well, how are you having two seasons? We're like a TV show. You have a, you know, it's really two seasons in a year, the mm. way the rotation falls. So we have talked about a lot of stuff. A shit ton of stuff. A, a lot of stuff. And, and that's not even just, you know, the headlines. We've covered a lot of headlines that have happened across uh, the country with mass shootings. Um, chiefs the, getting fired. Chiefs getting fired. The, the the wonderful antics of the state of California and New York, New York, and the District of Columbia, and <laughs> you know their wisdom in rooting out crime and and or evil. Yeah, right. You know, um, we've talked about. Uh, Things such as some technology that, uh, you know, law enforcement uses like drones. Right. And their usefulness in the world and body-worn cameras. Um, the pros and cons to that one. That was... Yeah. Because there are pros and right. cons to the right. camera. And to, there is to the drones as well, you know. it's mm-hmm. There's always two sides to the story, I guess. Or three. Or three. Um, we've covered things dealing with nat- National Police Week and... Uh, uh, National Missing Children's Day. Uh, mm-hmm. We've done episodes on that, so we've covered a lot of stuff. If 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 you were to think back, what was your favorite episode that we did? Can you recall one in specific? This one. <laughs> it's going to be this answer. one. Good answer. It's going to be this wow. one. Wow. All, All right. right. Cool. We've had some unique uh, topics. To- well, not topics, but segments like the "You Can't Make This Shit Up." Right. Uh, we did that for a while, and uh, we even did an episode uh, covering the uh, statistics for line of duty deaths for officers for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we did that one. So, uh, and then we did the one covering uh, the rash of police suicides. In fact, uh, in the headlines this week, there's a there's a um, Story about four police officers in the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Office uh, committing suicide in a 24-hour period. Um, so that's a very... That's uh, interesting. Yeah, we might have to take a look at that one. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the very first documented serial killer in the United States. Right. H.H. Uh, H. Holmes. Mm-hmm. And uh, then thanks to your uh, 
your uh, epic trip across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, did the episode on the serial killers from the Old West. Right. Well, um, there's more to come on that as well. Yeah, we covered uh, old Billy the Kid, mm-hmm. the murderous scoundrel that he was. And the violent death of Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. Now, that was a good one. That was a two-part episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went through their their rise and their eventual fall and the paths they crossed with the people that did them in. Mm-hmm. So we took it from two different perspectives. So the funny part about that whole series, the, the lead, the investigator or detective or mm-hmm. whatever we want to call him had killed two times more people <laughs> than Bonnie and Clyde God. combined. You're but like, they were bad people. Uh, it's still a killing. <laughs> I was like 50-something. I don't remember the exact numbers. 50 52 something. or something like that. I'm going like, holy shit, dude. You should, <laughs> and, your ass should be locked up. Yeah, and he'd been shot 17 times, I think it was. Yeah, that those people are scary, dude. <laughs> right. I guess it was a different time, um, obviously. And just everybody was just balls to the wall back then. Yeah, I mean, it was do as you told or pow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like, <laughs> yeah, right. did you see their car? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It was aerated. Right. Um, we did an episode on uh, the uh, new concealed carry laws um, and uh, here in the state of Florida and how that, uh, you know, is impacting law enforcement. Uh, one of my favorite ones was the uh, where we talked about the uh, 12 most corrupt cops in California. Wow, that was a good one. Yeah, that, it's a shame that it's so easy to come up with 12 corrupt cops in California that quick and easy. No, the funny part is it goes from the top all the way to the bottom. Yeah, Lee Baca, sheriff of uh, Los Angeles County, was mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, so, and then we did the episode that's probably near and dear to both our hearts, and that's the outstanding death row program here in the state of Florida. <laughs> you mean the joke? <laughs> yes, the joke that is the death. What, what is the saying that we came up with? Uh, Florida death row, life without the possibility of execution. Exactly. Yes, that's what it is. When you've got people sitting on death row that have been there for 46 no. years. What is the point? Yes, that is absolutely insane. So why why even have the death penalty if you're not going to, you know, implement it and utilize it and make it be the deterrent that it was meant to be? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh, we did an episode uh, while you were on your trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, we looked at the intricacies and duties of a school resource deputy and how they interact with the, the students and... and um, provide security at the schools and help teach and educate the kids as they grow up. Um, We had a special guest while you were gone. Uh, My son, Joey, who's a police officer up in the panhandle of Florida. Mm -hmm. He joined us and talked about, you know, how the current generation of law enforcement is compared to our day. Oh, boy. Um, you know, because <laughs> oh, you know, him and I overlapped by like four years. Mm-hmm. I think we only had four years. Where we were both working at the same time. And uh, so he, you know, I experienced the old ways of doing things. And now he's stuck in the world of the new way of doing things. Mm-hmm. So that was, a, you know, got a unique perspective of things. So that, w- that was a nice addition. Um, but then I thought another good show was 
the one we did when you came back from your trip and you told us all about what you saw across the country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that really sounded like an, an, an amazing journey. That was a life, uh, once in a lifetime trip, man. I'd, right. I'd love to do it again, but right. I don't think I could afford it. <laughs> it was definitely eye opening, if nothing else. Right. I could afford it all up until I got into <laughs> Washington, Oregon, California. In the, uh, what was it, $9 a gallon for gas? Or that was ridiculous out there. And dude. then the, what was the cigarettes? $18 a. 16 to 18. It just depends on what convenience store. And you that's not a to. carton, that's per pack. Right. That's crazy. I, I, how do people afford to live over there? I I just don't get it. Apparently, they make shit tons of money. Uh, they must. I don't know. Because they have to spend a shit ton of money. But uh, this is a beautiful country, and if you get the opportunity to tour it, take your time. Take it easy. Enjoy it. Right. There's a lot of places. I mean, well, we've talked about, you know, taking the show on the road and maybe visiting some of these famous places where, you know, certain criminal acts have taken taken place and right. actually be there and talk about it and, and experience it. Maybe we should do that. You know, uh, I like it. What I'd like to do is go visit the Buford Pusser Museum in Tennessee. I think that'd be an interesting place to go and to see where it all happened and where he ended up getting killed. And mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, I watched those movies and always got a kick at it. You know, he was a pretty badass guy. Oh. Of course, he's like six foot seven, so I guess when you're that big, you can be that way. <laughs> uh. So, no, that's a great idea. I mean, um, in my trip, I went to Dodge City, mm-hmm. and subsequently, toward the end of my trip, ended up in um, Tombstone, mm-hmm. and uh, just basically kind of got a, the gist of Wyatt Earp and his whole adventures stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. Two of the most iconic old western towns. Mm-hmm. You know, you've heard about, heard of in history and movies. Mm-hmm. Um saw Deadwood. Oh. Deadwood's a real cool count, town. Yeah. I don't know it's why. It's an actual real place? Oh, yes. I thought it was just from the TV show. Oh no, That's, Deadwood's pretty cool, dude. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Wow. All right. It's a little place in South Dakota. Going to have to uh visit those places, you know. The, uh, the the unfortunate part about when I was out there, the uh, Sturgis Bike Fest was going on. Mm-hmm. And then any and all those towns around there are just packed full of bikers and stuff like that. So the opportunity for um, to take it in the way I would like to take it in wasn't available at the time. Mm-hmm. Just because of the crowds? Yeah, it was just way too crowded. Right. Kind of like going to Disney World. <laughs> oh, no. The Disney World of Al West. <laughs> But yeah, it's cool little places like that, man. If you get to, uh, for all these listeners, man, if you get to, if you if if you have any interest in any era of time, travel, people, mm-hmm. um, usually there's a place where it all started for them and ended for them. Right. So if you have the opportunity to to check these places out and deal with it, that's pretty cool. Now that we've covered what we did. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about what uh, listeners have to look forward to. Yeah, we're going to do a um, a series of lesser-known serial killers. Right, across the country mm-hmm. and throughout modern times. Right. Because I want to make sure we keep that separate from our series dealing with, you know, killers of the Old West and the, and the long since past. 
Right. You know, because it's not just the Old West. There's some during the Civil War and things like that mm-hmm. that uh, we'll talk about. Um, but the first guy, uh, one of the guys we're going to cover. Now, we're not going to probably cover all of them, uh, but we're looking at about 20 mm-hmm. different episodes covering these uh, lesser-known serial killers. One of the guys is a guy named Daniel Lee Siebert. Um, he was on Alabama's death row, uh, and he was... Uh, Convicted of three murders, but he confessed to five. Wow. Yeah, so uh, he's going to be one of them that we're going to talk about. Um, he was finally uh, taken from this world by a unique place, but we'll talk about that later. The funny thing about Siebert, um, during questioning, it's, he, it's indicated that he might be responsible for 12 murders. Right. So yeah. you never know. We'll look into that on that episode, so keep an eye out for it. Another one we're going to talk about is a guy named Lonnie Franklin Jr. He was known as the Grim Sleeper. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, he was responsible for about 10 murders mm-hmm. um, in Los Angeles uh, between 1984 and 2007. Right. So he's uh, he's kind of fairly modern. Right. So, you know, another thing that he was... Uh uh, doing on the side other than murdering people was raping and sexually assaulting people. Yeah, so he he definitely made some bad choices in his life. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, next, we're going to talk about a guy uh, named Dayton Rogers. Now, uh, Dayton Rogers was uh, a unique fellow. Um, yeah, he was uh, dubbed a Malaya Forest murderer. All right. So this guy preferred... Um, Street women, addicts, sex workers, and runaways. All right. And, so he uh, went for the uh, high-risk folks. <laughs> and then, and they, they had found at least six victims. Um, Another one of the guys we're going to talk about uh, is going to be Kerry Stainer. Mm. Yeah. So he was dubbed the uh, Yosemite Park Killer. Yeah. I remember he killed um, a mother and daughter and a park worker. Um, he was like a handyman or a maintenance worker at uh, at a hotel there mm-hmm. or a lodge there. Right. Yeah. So he's not a nice guy. So he was actually um, convicted of four murders. So we'll be covering him. Right. Another guy we're going to be talking about is going to be a fellow named William Suff. He uh, he had a couple strange names. I don't know where they come up with these names for these people. You know, the Riverside Prostitute Killer <laughs> or the Lake Elsinore Killer. And you can walk around going like, hey, sup. <laughs> sup, sup. sup. <laughs> right. Never mind. Uh, this is a guy that uh, he was responsible for at least 12 murders. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll be talking about him uh, in upcoming episode. And then we got a fellow named Keith Jesperson. Um, Keith. Uh, he was the happy face killer. Happy face killer. Yeah. How is this possible that they come up with shit like this? I don't know. It's you know what I'm saying. It's they look at something. They go, oh, that reminds me of that, or I don't know. He doesn't even his face doesn't even look happy. No, it looks really sad at the moment. <laughs> but I guess that's his booking photo. But wow, um, he had, his victims were sex workers and transients, um, and his main way of doing things was he liked strangling people. So they're they're trying to dub him as far as. Killing up to 160 people. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to be a shit ton of people. That's a bunch of folks. Wow. That's, that's, I don't know. I think they, he, 
claimed his own purge day or something. Yeah, he might life. have. He, he, I guess he didn't like transient. So it's unique how he got his um, his name. We'll we'll talk about that too. Yeah, we'll cover that in the in the episode to come, and then we're going to talk about a guy. Now, this guy's a real sicko, Richard Chase. He was called the Vampire of Sacramento. It's a California thing. Yeah, I guess he was he was active just for a short period of time, December of seventy seven, January seventy eight. Uh, but he was into necrophilia and cannibalism. A whole month. Yes, a whole month. But during that whole month, he killed like six people, I think. Wow. So, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about him, and uh, I think you folks are going to enjoy hearing about that sick guy. Right. Another fellow we're going to talk about is a guy named Robert Berdella. Mm. Yeah. He's a sick little fuck. Yeah, he was roaming around Kansas City from 1984 to 1987. Right, he ended up um, at least six men after torturing them and... uh, Raping them. Yeah, and he kept them hostage for as long as six weeks. Whoa. Yeah. So that's not a not a nice guy. No. So, But he'll be an interesting story. hmm And then uh, next we got Robert Rhodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the truck stop killer. <laughs> I wonder what he did. You know how many... Never mind. I was going to go, how many fucking people just go to truck stops and just become truck stop killers? <laughs> truck stop. Well, you know, it's, past it, the time. It's done all over the country. Right. Shit, it would even happen here locally. I, that's why it's – and if people could see this guy's picture, he's a pirate. <laughs> he looks like a pirate. He does. <laughs> um, so he was um, – he was originally – he was only charged with four murders, mm-hmm. but uh, suspected it in over 50. Wow. Yeah, so he'll be an interesting fellow to talk about. <laughs> and uh, next we got wow. Jerry Brudos. Wow. Yeah, he's mm. uh, he's another one of those that uh, likes fooling around with dead bodies. Right. So he's a real sick bastard. Yeah, he, he's convicted of at least four murders. Mm-hmm. And he was only uh, operative uh, from 68 to 69, so he was busy. Man. Um, Arthur Shawcross, the Genesee River Killer. Hmm. I, I guess that's a place in New York. Yeah. But he was busy for a long time, 1972 to 1989. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, he's going to be an interesting fellow uh, to talk about. So stay tuned to make sure you listen to about Arthur. Mm. And we got uh, Sean Gillis. This guy is porn stash guy, dude. Yes, he is. That's That should have been his serial killer name, porn stash guy. <laughs> he killed eight between 1994 and 2004 around Baton Rouge. Mm. So uh, for y'all listeners out there in Louisiana, you might want to listen up on that one. Yep. And we got Ronald Dominique. Oh. He's, the Bayou uh, Strangler. So another Louisiana Yeah, what case. is it about that? That's two in a row from Louisiana. But he, he's he's a lot busier than the last one. He's he's murdered at least 23. Wow. Uh, and that was from between 97 and 2006. Hmm. So that'll be an interesting one, don't you think? Yeah. And who's next here? Oh, Cesar Barone. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, I don't know really how to talk about it. He's, he's a Florida guy. <laughs> so uh, he'll he'll. <laughs> that's right in our neighborhood. Yep. So uh, we'll talk about him. He's currently sitting on uh, death row. 
Killed at least four, maybe more. Yep. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, so we'll see about Cesar at a later date. Mm-hmm. And we got Chester Turner. Wow. Yeah. So Chester Turner, uh, he was working around uh, Los Angeles, mm. and um, he had the 14... South Side. Yeah, he's called the South Side Slayer. South Side Slayer. Well, I'd say that you know ten times real fast. <laughs> it's a lot uh, of S's in there. Yeah. And uh, he had uh, up to 14 victims. Wow. So he was another one who was a busy fellow. Now, Heriberto Seda. Yeah. So uh, he was the uh, the New York Zodiac or the Brooklyn Sniper. He had multiple names. He's special. Yes. He's, he was a busy guy. <laughs> he was uh, active from 90 to 93. At least three victims. Yeah. And wounded six others. Wow. So you, I guess, you know, that's what is that? That's uh, so this this is another the, he should have been convicted in Florida because he was sentenced to 232 years. Oh, uh, so he got death row. <laughs> the Florida version <laughs> of death row. <laughs> oh, gosh. Who's next? So we got Janine Jones. Oh, yes. Our, she, our first lady on the list. She looks a little pissy. Yeah, but she's she's probably the evilest of them all. What? She's responsible for up to sixty infants' deaths. What a sick bitch! Wow, and that's you know between the seventies and the eighties, she was a uh, vocational nurse. Man, that so, just blows my mind. You know what? You never know. Um, you know there was a. Not to change the topic, but there was a individual in one of our big churches locally mm-hmm. who was a youth pastor assistant. Right. And uh, apparently he liked to stick cameras in the women's restroom, mm-hmm. subsequently got lost. Right. Or got caught. I'm sorry. So what I meant by you never know who you're dealing with, dude. There's some sick fucks out right. there. Right. Yeah. Boom. Here they are. Uh, next we got Derek Todd Lee. Mm. Um, he was uh, down around. Uh, God, here's another one from Baton Rouge. Except he's got the actual title, the Baton Rouge serial killer. He's the, wow, that is unique. That is awesome. Good for him. <laughs> wow. So, and uh, going through this, I don't know if you've noticed it, but the majority of all serial killer shit. I can't talk. The majority of all serial serial killers are predominantly white. Right. And then going through this. This list that we're putting today, man, there's a, a bunch of mixed races. In right, it. right. So I guess it's killing is an equal opportunity, uh, you know, profession these days. It's the democratic way we just blame the white man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter if you're Hispanic, black, or whatever. Right. White guys are serial killers. Fuck everybody else. Right. Yes. It's the odds are in your favor. Uh, next, we're going to have William Bonin. Or bone out, bone out. Yeah, he was the freeway killer or the freeway strangler. Wow, wow, and he was responsible for up to twenty-one victims. And again, he was only active from May of seventy-nine to June of eighty. Yeah, he preferred men and boys over women. Yeah, so uh, he'll be an interesting one to talk about. Right, and then we're going to talk about Paul Runge. Paul Runge, he was up around in Illinois, mm-hmm. and um, he finally got uh, he got the death sentence. But then uh, the old governor up there decided to uh, do away with the death penalty up there, and 
Yeah, well, he was responsible for upwards of eight murders. So. Yeah, so he's he he deserved the death penalty if they actually had it. But right. so basically, the names that we just covered are no name mm-hmm. um, uh, serial killers. Yeah, that we, how many we should be covering? How many of those have you heard of? Send us an email. And and let us know at our email address, 1086108podcast at gmail.com, and see if, uh, let us know if you've heard of any of those. All right, cool. So I, I'm looking forward to these episodes. Yeah, I am too. And uh, so hopefully you'll join us and uh, come along on the journey of these uh, unknown serial killers over this next season. And uh We'll have a good time with it. So in, in, in addition to that, if they don't have a serial killer name, it'll be up to our audience to name these douchebags. That's right. Send us an email with a, what your <laughs> suggestion is, what they should name these killers. Well, but wait till the episode. I mean, we got to <laughs> yeah, right, go over it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us this week. We look forward to being with you next week right here on the 1086 108 podcast.